Welcome to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson & Johnson Cooperative Learning Institute. Welcome to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast. With me, as always, is Aaron Fleming is back. Aquí estoy, y yo soy divertido. As happy as Aaron is, we also have Derek Swistak. We don't talk about Aaron. Hey, hey. Today, uh, we are going to spend a little bit of time talking about being trustworthy. So if you remember last episode, we started just talking about um, trust in a cooperative context, but we're going to dig in a little bit deeper and talk about uh, that state of being trustworthy. How can members of your group trust you and what should you do as an individual to engender that uh, feeling of trust? Sounds good. So in our pre-show meeting, we had a lot of discussion <laughs> of some of the characteristics and uh, things that play in. So one of the things that I thought about, first we could look at our cooperative skills game board. So way back when we talked about social skills, we identified uh, four different categories of social skills. You've got your forming, functioning, formulating, and fermenting, our, our four F words. But within those four cooperative uh, skills, we have different subcategories. And some of the things that I think would um, really lead towards becoming trustworthy uh, in that game board, I think if we look at one is maybe describing uh, your feelings. I think that is something that um, Aaron was speaking about and being vulnerable is something that could really get your group members to have some trust in you. For sure. I, I think that's the first thing that I think about is that vulnerability piece. And, you know, I, I, I feel like whether or not it's, I mean, really on a broad perspective, uh, I think that those that we are the closest with in our lives, we are the most vulnerable with because we can trust them the most. I think it's especially important when you build that. I mean, what do, what do you both always talk about? And, you know, especially Derek, it's when we really want our, our students to be learners and not just students, right? You want them to get after really that intellectual curiosity that's going to involve being wrong. And when you have students that can be wrong in front of each other and look no further than my world language classroom. Adolescents saying wrong things that you could easily snicker at, right? Someone mixes up words and it means something completely different. Somebody says something in a funny way. Somebody says something with a real heavy accent. All things that, you know, if you have the trust, you can get through and you can learn from. That, that vulnerability piece really builds that trust and really builds that community of learners that I strive for every year. Uh, if, if we think about what, what, Aaron, what Aaron, you just said, in our formulate portion of the game board, we also have criticized ideas and not people. And that within that group, we want to stay away from, obviously, all, all those negatives, you know, character assassinations and, and bullying and, and mocking. But even when it comes to the academic task at hand, if we disagree or if we have another perspective, we want to make sure that we're speaking to that perspective rather than speaking to the person. And one activity that we do in cooperative learning is we write our ideas on a card. We put that card in the middle of the table. And then when we disagree with those ideas, we disagree with the card, not the person that wrote it. And this is something that can, again, build that trust. And, and as an individual, if I'm always making sure that I'm careful that I'm speaking to the idea and not to the person, um, I can become a trustworthy individual. I made an acronym. Are you ready? Because that's what I do. Cav be dog. 
All right, one more time. Um, Cav, Cav be dog. All right, you ready? So, so the C in Cav in the Cav is for confidence. So, like, you need to keep people's confidences. You need to make sure that um, you're not gossiping. And uh, this plays in like as a teacher. Like, you know, sometimes you might say something about a kid to another kid, and it really is like don't, like don't don't do that. Don't like that diminishes it for the kid that you're talking to, who you're trying to build a relationship to, her, and the kid that you're talking about. Or if you say something to another teacher about a kid and somebody else, you know, they, that, that does not keep a confidence. Uh, the A for accountable, like, you know, if you make promises, be sure that you're keeping them. If you say that you're gonna do something, like do it and, and, and follow through on it. Don't oversell what you can do. Uh, the V for uh, Aaron's point is uh, to be vulnerable and like make sure that you're there. But then with that vulnerability, be sure that you set clear boundaries. So the B is for the boundaries piece. And then uh, discuss things. So D for discussion. So be sure that you're discussing. And um, remember that when you're discussing, a lot of it is face-to-face interactions, right? That's a big part. The nonverbal piece is really important. Um, the O is for others. So like be, be being think, think, thinking through um, serving others and what it means to serve others. And really that just is listening. And then the G, make sure that you show gratitude for people and for the things that they do for you. So cab be dog. Move over tired frog. We've got a new one. Yeah. And it rhymes with frog. So there you go. Cab be dog, tired frog. So in terms of like in class, like let's talk about this in terms of trustworthiness. So we've got, we've got multiple possibilities for uh, opportunities for trustworthiness. So um, teacher to student interaction and then student to student interaction. So how do we have students, how do we, how do we um, make sure that student to student interactions are, that we build people that are worthy of trust? Well, the teacher themselves has to be worthy of trust first. So that means that, you know, you're modeling appropriate, uh, the cab be dog, right? Like you're modeling that appropriately. You're modeling like being vulnerable. You're modeling showing gratitude. You're modeling having discussions with everybody, not the whole class, like everybody in class, get around to every single kid and have a conversation. Like, and that feel, that can feel overwhelming, but like, if that's your goal, like that's going to definitely, that's one of these parameters that's good that you're showing. And then student to student interactions, like you can't be in all places at once. And like being honest with um, kids about that is like, look, I cannot be listening to every single conversation. And just realize that if you, you know, these are the ways that you prove that you are worthy of a conversation with someone, that, that you prove that you are, that you can get something from them. Um, and this is going to help you going forward to prove that you are someone who's worthy of having a discussion with someone else. And you are worthy of somebody, you are somebody that has worth in terms of having this conversation and, and being somebody that, that can be there for someone else. Um, so practice it. I want to pick up on something that you you had said, where the teacher needs to get around and have those conversations and those and demonstrate cavity dog with all the individual students in the class. One thing I've noticed in, in myself and other teachers that I've seen over the years is that we try to do this with the whole class at the same time, so that I'm going to put this out there and it's easiest and it's most efficient if we do this in you know our five minutes that we're starting class or wrapping things up, um, or when I need to interject something. I'm going to demonstrate all these things, but do it to the group of 28 or 30 that's sitting in front of me, rather than having those individual conversations. Well, if I do that with the whole class, 
I might have 10 or 15 that are picking up on it, which is a lot. But still, when you consider that's at best half the class, that means you have half the class that aren't picking up the cues that you're um, delivering. And so what good is it if you are only deemed to be trustworthy by half the class? So it really is important to develop those individual one-on-one relationships. And that speaks to the teacher's role. The teacher needs to be up and moving and talking and interjecting. One of my favorite things to do is when students are engaged in learning and they're doing their work is to talk about nonsense, disrupt it, you know, become part of the group, but to build those individual relationships and then get them back on track. Um, you know, some students, obviously, that's going to be too disruptive and you, you learn very quickly who you can do it to and who you can't. But taking those opportunities while the students are working in small groups or even individually to build the relationship and to build that trust, I think is really important. And I think that speaks to um, thinking about things from an individualistic versus a collectivist cultural perspective and lens, right, is that you need to some, some people need that connection. Most people need that connection before they can get some work done. Other people really want to get down to the task and, and finish that up. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it, it relates back to what we talked about last week, which is, you know, you can either be building relationships or building towards goals. And ideally, you can build towards both, but you don't want to say something or do something to break down either one of those um, or, or at least realize that that's what you're doing. I guess the only other thing that that's coming to my mind I mean, you both said so many good things. It has to be purposeful, right? All of those interactions, you know, Adam, whether or not you're talking about, you know, what kind of interaction do you have when you go to each individual group? And, you know, Derek, you spoke to making sure you get to each individual group because we're not talking about, okay, I've got my kids in a base group activity today and that's where we're going to do some, you know, some lessons on trustworthiness. You know, it doesn't work that way. It's, you know, it, it's just as important as your academic goals. So, you know, it, it has to be purposeful all the time. All of your interactions, whether or not it's, you know, teacher to, to student individually or teacher to small group or it's, you know, teacher in front of the class, you know, and again, go back to social skills. When you see something that, that, that really proves that your students are building that trustworthiness, you know, you call it out and you say, this is what we're after. This is what makes our group special. This is what builds the community of learners that makes our learning that much better. And I think, I think really being, uh, that's a really, really great points. I think what you, what you spoke to, I mean, if, if I were to tell anybody like why, one of the things to mention to kids is like, why is this important? Well, if you don't feel that comfortable and safe and connected in this environment, you cannot possibly be purposeful. Um, and so it, and you're going to be in fight, flight, freeze, or defend mode all the time because you're constantly wondering, is this a safe space? Is this a safe space? Because that's what our brain does. So the more that you feel as though you belong and the more you can show that you're worthy of trust, the more somebody else might also be worthy of that trust as well. I think that's a good stopping point for us. Um, I think next week we can move from talking about being trustworthy to being trusting as an individual. So how do you take people at their face value and how do you assume best intentions? But until then, let's cooperate. Thank you for listening to the Building the Cooperative Classroom podcast, the official podcast of the Johnson & Johnson Cooperative Learning Institute. Please check out the show notes for all relevant links, including 
a link to our Twitter account and the Cooperative Learning Institute webpage. This podcast is copyrighted under the Creative Commons license, copyright 2022. Theme music, courtesy of Jimmy Ryan.